Hi, everyone. Stop! Please don't skip. Please, because we're really, really sorry. We know our sound is shit. But we do get a microphone. A better... Wait. We get a better microphone. <laughs> As you can hear now, it sounds lovely, but it's it will so sound poo. Until about maybe episode 10, I think. And then it gets really good. So please bear with us. Stick it out. It does get better. And they're really good episodes anyway, so yeah. go over it. And of course, we love you. We love you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Bye. Hi, I'm Emma. I'm Steph. And this is... I Don't Believe It. About twin, uh, tri- bit, bit? twins and triplets right. who have been separated at birth and psychological studies that have been done on them. Okay. Not necessarily always separated, but it's like twin studies and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And like how they've progressed. That, so it's almost like nature versus nurture, but very okay. specifically mm-hmm. with twins and triplets. Um, I don't know if you've seen, have you seen the, um, like any of the documentaries on Netflix, like the one about the tri- the triplets, um, three identical strangers. No, no, perfect. no, not at all. That's no. perfect. You won't know any of what I've got in here. <laughs> is, 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 yeah. is it heavily researched on that? <laughs> well, it's, it's one of the parts. So yeah. <laughs> it's good that you don't know. Yeah, because yeah. then you'll be like, <gasps> and that's the plan. No, my my only experience of this <clears throat> is from my degree. Where that wind's kicking off again. Again. Um, when I was editing the the one where we had a blizzard, you can hear the wind in the background. How mad is that? Literally yeah. two weeks ago. Mm. It was a blizzard, yeah, and it has been sunny as anything today. Any time I do an episode, the wind's like, mm. "No, you don't." <sighs> oh, that's interesting. So bring in your gothy wind around here. <laughs> Ew, that sounds horrible. <laughs> anyway, I've got the beers this week. Woo-hoo. So what we got? I am Justin. Um, I'm gonna start <clears throat> with. So I've got two different ones. I've got one which is a very, very local brewery. Mm-hmm. And then I've got one that isn't, but I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. So we'll start with that one, actually. Yeah. Okay. So this is the Iron Brew <gasps> Sour. Ooh, did mention it. Yeah. I love that you get me a glass, but I'm just going to drink out okay. a can because I'm yeah. not fancy. I'll, I'll be um, civilised then. I'm excited. Yeah. So this is, I think it's brewed in Edinburgh, I think. Yeah, it must be because it's, it's got the gates on it. Sour of Scotland. Yeah. The... Like Flower of Scotland. Get it? Oh my God. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally like a sour, but I tried a bit of this one. Um... When some of our friends Ooh. had it, and I thought it was well nice. So, although I had had a couple of drinks by then, so it might not be as good as I remember. Oh, that's weird. Oh, it's like iron brew sherbet. Okay, that's what it reminds me of. Just let it defizz a minute. I have to say, I love that. Mm, me too. That's like that's very drinkable in it. Oh my god, in a beer garden. Oh. Just just imagine the sun beam down on your face. Not long. This. Gorgeous. Do you know what this is? It's giving me like <clears throat> madness nostalgia. Now- <laughs> Great start. Mad n- nostalgia. Nostalgia, you got that. From like when I was really young and we'd drink like 
iron brew WKDs in my mate's back garden in a tent. Mm. In a tent, obviously. In a tent, there's always yeah. a tent. Well, it has to be a tent, isn't it? <clears throat> okay. Cool. Right. So, there's a little bit of everything in here, I suppose. A little bit from where um, Twin Studies originated from. And some, some pretty cool... Okay, I'm just going to get into it. Okay. Right, so... I'm excited. Twin Studies have been about since about 1875. Mm -hmm. The History of Twins was authored by a British researcher. His name was Sir Francis Galton. He's well known for his exploration of Africa. And he's the half-cousin of Charles Darwin. Oh, Mm, Very impressive. Is he an anthropologist or something? I don't know. Nope. He's a scientist. We're going to breeze over that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so this was around the time that science was first starting to be recognised as an actual profession. Okay. Um... So he was someone, he was a British researcher is what it says, okay? Okay. <laughs> I did tell you this. <laughs> I, I was just wondering if it was in the bad old days of anthropology where, um, you know, British people would go over to, you know, tribes and stuff and be like, hey, let us study you and oh, be our know. subjects. Maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Well, I mean, it does, obviously, in terms of history, but yeah. in terms of right this minute, it doesn't matter. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so being inspired by Darwin's The Origin of Species, Mm -hmm. published in 1959, um, he decided to look into whether human intelligence is a product of the environment you're born into or the heritage that you're born with. Um, So uh, he sent out out hundreds of questionnaires um, and received just less than 100 back uh, and concluded that nature far supersedes nurture, but there's not really very much to go on um, by the seams of things. It's it's not necessarily accredited um, mm-hmm. piece of research just mm-hmm. because it was so long ago, there wasn't very much evidence or anything. Um, but he believed that all children in the family, obviously with the same parents, mm-hmm. all had the same spread of genes. So they'd all have the same level of intelligence. So what, Regardless of whether they're twins yeah. or not, just, yeah. well... <laughs> yeah, I know that's bullshit. My brother... <laughs> I love him dearly, <laughs> but if it's not about cars, he doesn't know it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm the dim one. My sister's very intelligent, so I know that that's not true. <laughs> so uh, in the 1920s, his work was expanded upon, um, comparing fraternal and identical twins. Mm-hmm. Um, Walter Jablonski. Oh, before... what a good name. I know, right? It's like, it's like an insult, like, oh my God, it's just a Jablonski. <laughs> you can say it. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Jablonski. You're a Jablonski. That's it. That's it. You're a Jablonski now. <laughs> um, so he performed a study in 1922 examining uh, the eyes of 52 sets of twins to see the difference, um, which is thought to be the first reported classical twin study. Hmm. And this study actually um, helped ophthalmolo- ophthalmologists that's the one. Mm-hmm. understand the nature versus nurture links and factors in myopia and mm-hmm. other eye diseases. I've had an Ishikari's myopia stuck in my head ever since I wrote it. <laughs> and I didn't know that's what myopia was. I didn't um, know it meant short-sightedness. Uh, I didn't either, I'll be honest oh. with you. No. See, I thought from the song that myopia was like a form of like delusion that you're in like a paradise. So oh. it adds a completely different meaning to the song. <laughs> it's a whole new song now. <laughs> now I listen to it, I'm like, ah, oh, it makes sense. Yes, the emperor's I'm, short-sighted. I'm going to have to... <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to it again now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Shikari, though. Nice. Yeah, good old Shikari. Um, so one of the most famous studies was published in the 1990s, and it was called Sources of Human Psychological Differences, the Minnesota Study of Twins Reared Apart. 
by Thomas J. Bouchard Jr., David T. Lycan, Matthew Magoo, Nancy L. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really wanted to say his name. It was the way you Magoo. said it, Magoo. <laughs> Is that why you read everyone's name out? <laughs> no, I want to give them all credit. Thank That's you, why. yes, absolutely. Nancy Elsegal and Ork Telgen, primarily led by Bouchard. Now, this was a study based on identical and non-identical twins who were raised separately to each other. The aim was basically to isolate behaviours, preferences, Mm -hmm. psychological imbalance, social attitude and everything Mm -hmm. to determine the similarities between the siblings despite the differences in their environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, The paper concluded that identical twins, as they shared the same DNA, are very likely to be similar as they would have uh, just as similar apart as if they were raised really yeah what is it oh you mean in terms of behaviors and things yeah 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 that's really fascinating yeah so moving on to it so the next point is about a set have you heard of the gym twins no no sick you're gonna love this (laughs) so (laughs) the only twins i know about are the ones from the shining you ah, yes, seen I've it. seen oh, it. Oh, you've seen I've it? Seen it. Yeah. Yay, seen yeah. it. I watched it with Lars, and then the next day I went and got a, a hatchet and I took down the tree outside ew, my house. Ew. <laughs> Why are you so creepy? It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Grace took loads of videos of me. I literally <laughs> look like a madman. I can well imagine. <laughs> so the gym twins, um, it's honestly baffling the similarities between them. Honestly, you'd think it was made up. So Jim Lewis and Jim Springer were adopted at uh, three or four weeks old separately and mm-hmm. um, don't know if this was on purpose but apparently them both being named James was a coincidence shut up yeah yeah now yeah. shut the front door yeah so they they got names back the, from their adopted parents yeah, yeah. and they both called them James yeah yeah so that's the only one that's um, that's fucking weird isn't it <laughs> I thought their last name was Jim when you said the Jim twins yeah. <laughs> no they're both called Jim shit uh, they both preferred to be called Jim that's the first similarity they didn't want to be called James they wouldn't be called Jim okay and um, the adopted <clears throat> parents both knew that they were twins and they were adopting one of two twins mm-hmm. I don't know at what point they told the boys like that they had a twin mm. eventually they they came together but anyway so um they grew up about 40 miles away from each other mm-hmm. it was in the 1940s that they were adopted so they never met until the age of about 37 um now here's the wacky part right go on they both had childhood dogs named toy no stop wait they both struggled with spelling in school but both excelled at maths both loved woodwork they both married twice. First time, both to a woman named Linda. Shut the fuck up. The second one, both married a woman named Betty. No, yeah. is this one person fucking with people, just flitting <laughs> between the two families? I don't know. I don't know. But this was like back in the day. So being 40 miles away from each other, it's unlikely that you're going to cross paths. I suppose there'd be a lot of Bettys. Yeah, yeah. But... But come on, that's a, and a dog called Toy. Yeah, and there's more. So they both named their first son James Allen. The only difference was one of them, there was only one L in the Allen, the other had two L's in the Allen. Um, they were both smokers and smoked the same brand of cigarette. They both chewed their nails and suffered from tension headaches. They both drove a Chevrolet and they even worked in security, both of them. That's fucking before they met. nuts. In it. That is insane. Imagine meeting... So the when you look at a picture of them, one of them has like sticky uppy hair, the other one has a comb over, and they have exactly <laughs> the same life. It's mental. Imagine if you lived in the in uh, the town of one of the twins, mm. and then you moved to the other town of the other twins. Like, <laughs> hello, Jim. They would and you'd be fuck like, with uh, you. Hello, do I know you? Like, yeah, no. And then you're like, oh, talking to your wife, your ex, Linda. Did you have a comb over yesterday? <laughs> 
Walking out with a full head of hair. Exactly. Mental. What the fuck though? How that's so mental because mm-hmm. that that cannot sh- like surely solely be down to genes because that's kind kind of suggests that our genes are also at least partially responsible yeah. for our decision making. Yeah, yeah. So like in terms of what we fucking name things and the stuff. way the brain works and the that's that, mad. Yeah. It's like with twins. Like you you find like so my um stepmom her brother has twins, twin okay, girls. Yeah. They're fraternal, not identical. But yeah. when you've got a set of twins, they're always, one of them will have an idea and the other will be like, no, that's my idea. But maybe they both had the same thought pattern. You never know. Yeah. So, that is so weird. Yeah. I love it though. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so they met because one of the twins decided he wanted to meet the other twin. Uh, again, I don't know what point um, he knew of his twin or, or at what point... Um, or whether the other twin even knew of him when mm. he went to meet him. They spoke on the phone, basically, right. um, and then decided to go uh, and meet each other. Another weird thing is they their families used to go on holiday on the same beach in Florida, but never actually cross paths. Weird. Yeah. Um, now, uh, they also took part in Bouchard's study that I mentioned uh-huh. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found that not only their medical history was incredibly similar, but their personality tests... And their brain waves were pretty much identical as well. I'm not surprised about the brain waves because mm. they're clearly the same fucking yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Now, another twin study that was uh, done quite recently was NASA. Okay. Uh, in the past decade, it was done. Um, so it was a very interesting study on a set of twins. This time, this time to find out the effect uh, going into space had on the human body. So there was Scott and Mark Kelly. Imagine if that goes wrong. In it. I'm like, oh shit, we blew up our case studies. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody get the goo remover? God. It's fine. Oh, goo. <laughs> if we lose that one, then we've got a spare. We've got Jim. <laughs> yeah. We've got Jim to back up Jim. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so Scott and Mark Kelly, uh, they're both astronauts. Scott was the one that went into space for a year. Mark stayed on Earth as a controlled specimen. I guess, yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't matter, yeah. anyway. Controlled something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He's in the control group. He, he is the control group. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is actually the beginnings of research into a three-year mission to Mars. Oh. Um, they were assessing the mental and physical data periodically through the year for both Mark and Scott. She's okay. She's just... <laughs> she just uh, can't get her She's getting aggy. <laughs> yeah. For for the people at home, I'm trying to keep Sheba quiet today by I've put her a treat in a, a little flamingo tummy. It's a flamingo toy that you'd put treats in the tummy, and she's getting pissed off because she can't get it out. <laughs> she's proper frustrated. It's keeping her busy. Yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to read a passage direct from NASA's article. Okay. Um, just because I can't read it's too smart for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, quote. Researchers learned that spaceflight is associated with oxygen deprivation stress, increased inflammation, and dramatic nutrient shifts that affect gene expression. After returning to Earth, Scott started the process of readapting to Earth's gravity. Mm-hmm. Most of the biological changes he experienced in space quickly returned to his nearly uh, pre-flight status. Um, some changes returned to baseline within hours or days of landing, while a few persisted after six months. Scott's telomeres, which is the end caps of chromosomes that shorten as one ages, actually became significantly longer in space. (gasps) While this finding was presented in 2012, the team verified this unexpected change with multiple assays and genomics testing. 
Additionally, a new finding is that the majority of those telomeres shortened within two days of Scott's return to Earth. Oh, so he shrunk again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought I could maybe, you know, get taller if I went to space. <laughs> no, it's, right? it's, it's not going to make you tall either. Oh. <laughs> I don't know it's, how it I works. I just said it's the end caps of his chromosomes. Well, yeah, but I didn't really understand that. Okay, well, yeah. I'm well, not a scientist. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> if I go to space for a year, I'll be really tall. I was thinking, I was thinking, I'll just jaunt off on a little jolly. I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, who's the tall goth now? <laughs> Imagine. You go, your twin goes into space, he's the same height as you, and then he comes back and he's towering over you. It's like, what the hell is going on? Well, I was trying to work out what it had to do with twins, so that's uh, that's what I was thinking. So another interesting finding concerned what some call the space gene, which was alluded to in 2017. Researchers now know that 93% of Scott's genes return to normal after landing. However, the remaining 7% point to possible longer term changes in genes related to his immune system. Oh. DNA repair, bone formation networks, hypoxia, which is a state in which oxygen is not available in sufficient amounts at the tissue level to maintain adequate homeostasis. And hypercapnia, when you have too much carbon dioxide in your bloodstream. End quote. Okay. What's that got to do with twins? I'm confused. So, so the reason they were able to assess that is because it, they had the comparison of the two twins. Oh, so they didn't do all them tests on him before he went. They just had a twin back at home, so they were like, right, what's long on you that's not long on you? Well, it's, it's Yeah, because otherwise they would have had to test fucking everything, wouldn't over they? Over time... Obviously, uh, over the space of a year, because your telomeres shorten um, as you age anyway. Mm, not happy about that at all. Oh, no, it's still not make, making no, it's me still shorter, not making is it? Shorter. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> God. The end caps of the chromosomes, they still shorten over time anyway. <sighs> so it gives them a better representation because they've got the twin on Earth yes. who hasn't been affected yes. by the space yes. travel. Yes, right. Because it wouldn't be a fair experiment if it's a year later that they're testing Because they would have been shorter have anyway. anyway. Um, yeah, right. so, and other things would have changed over that year anyway. So he's a, he's a good test subject to see. So obviously this has already changed and it would have changed more than likely for him being on Earth. So how is that different to after he's come back? You are such a scientist. I know, right? I'm so smart. <laughs> All the way through that quote, I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And <laughs> now I'm like, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, am I smart? <laughs> you are today. I'm smart today. Today, just today. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> so yeah, so that was the uh, NASA mm. uh, experiment. What do you reckon of that? Um, well, it took me a while to get my head around it, but... Um, <laughs> wait i've forgotten so it means that space makes your things taller and then they get shorter again that's it right that's what it is it's changed the basically um being in space has altered his genes seven percent oh all in all in a in a negative way or well so there's there's the two things so the uh hypercapnia and um where is it? Hypoxia, was Hypoxia, it? Yeah. yeah. So that is about how you absorb mm. oxygen and how much CO2 is in your bloodstream, so that's probably not a good thing. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing is, if it's not going to make me taller, I probably don't bother going to space. Yeah. That's well, what I'm going to yeah. take from that. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't bother going... Say <laughs> so don't bother going to space again. <laughs> is it my accent? Yeah. <laughs> don't bother going to space. <laughs> Yeah, let's not bother. No, let's not bother. no, stay out of space. 
So uh, studies of twins and triplets haven't always been very humane, though. Oh, no. So again, to the messed up shit. <laughs> so there's a child psychiatrist, Dr. Peter B. Neubauer, who conducted a study through the 60s and 70s. Obviously, when... Bad times, yeah, 60s bad and times, 70s, yeah. Bad times, especially when it comes to um, psychology and things ethics. like that. Yeah, mm, ethics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, morals. Yeah. Mm. Um, so... It involved a set of triplets and at least eight twins. Don't know if that's eight total or eight pairs. Not sure. Okay. Um, where they were separated at birth or at infant <gasps> What, age. on purpose? Via adoption on purpose, Shut yeah. Shut up. Without the knowledge or <gasps> consent of the adoptive parents. Um, Neubauer then studied them through different stages of their lives to see what differences and similarities they held despite not knowing each other oh and not knowing God. of each other. Now... That's messed up. That's fucked right me. up. Yeah. That's horrible. How could you do that? That's people's lives. Yeah. They're real human beings. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, even up until he died, he showed no remorse for it. <gasps> what Not a fucking all. psychopath. Mate, it gets worse. Oh, Wait for shit, it. now. So, during the study, researchers would basically mislead them to what the visits were concerning. They'd go around and, and visit. Um, They'd have the kids doing maths problems, identifying pictures, reading aloud asking questions that could come across as maybe welfare, making sure that they're educated, things like that. So they'd sort of cover it up, um, what the what the reason for the assessments were. Um, but it was basically just to study the differences between the subjects, sort of like lab rats, basically. Fucking hell. Um, now, pretty much all of the people involved in the experiment have struggled with mental health issues. I'm not surprised. Three have unalived themselves. Oh. Uh, including one of the three triplets that I'm going to go on to. Okay. Um, so sad. Well, yeah, it's it's incredibly sad. It, you'll understand why in a sec. So, oh, Jesus. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy, obviously, surrounding the study. Mm. Now, the findings are locked up. Oh, so, so it was worth it then? Well, it this was is worth the... ruining people's lives. So they gave them to Yale in 1990 mm. under the stipulation by the Child Development Centre of the Jewish Board of Family and Children's Services Mm. that the documentation be locked up for 75 years. So that's until the 25th of October, 2065. What? Why, though? Well, that's that's just, they've said... So, basically, Yale have taken on that research because it's something that they can then present at that time. It's it's obviously a very big study that people want Mm. the answers to. Mm. But if they were to release it any earlier than it... No. Shiva. No. Get down. down. Get down. Get Get down. down. 100%. 100%. But yeah, so um, they released the, uh, they gave the uh, findings to Yale. If Yale went against that stipulation, then they could lose credibility, they could lose future donors for research mm. because they've not abided by mm. the the rules of them then having ownership of it. It's mm. all in the contract. So um, one of the twins involved uh, in the study, Sharon Morello, the Morello twins also have a documentary. Um, she she said that she remembers researchers coming to the house over the course of about 12 years. If you can hear that noise in the background. <laughs> She's got a duck. That's Sheba with her dog. Sheba! So, sorry about that. <laughs> I can't take a duck off her. It's keeping no. her occupied. It's either that or she takes the microphone out. So, yeah. Yeah. so uh, she remembers researchers coming over to the house over the course of about 12 years. So, you can only imagine how much information years. that they have. Especially where there was so many test subjects. And you've got to wonder like what they were saying to the adoptive parents to convince them for twelve yeah. years yeah, yeah. that this strange person who keeps coming to the house is legitimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. But then that's a that's another thing. They didn't have the same regulations back then. So if the 
this is your your child and mm. the adopted the adoption agency is coming around saying we need to do an mm. assessment yeah yeah you don't mm. they might not have had the same rights mm. where they could say no you can't take my child but, imagine if this happened now yeah fucking hell in it well that's that's obviously why they've they've locked him up for so long mm. because then the people who are um liable for it can't be held accountable oh that's fucked mm-hmm. that is fucked which really really speaks volumes to how aggressively they must have been um uh researching mm-hmm. these people mm-hmm. there's years and years worth of data obviously not likely to be released again until the test subjects are, are gone as well uh, now they took photos videos notes did tests you name it sharon has said that at one point she was sent about 700 pages of information um from the studies mm. but so much had been blanked redacted. out and redacted um that you can make any sense of it she's so thought, fucking about her in it yeah but they said that there was uh information about other test subjects within the same reports so they had to redact that information for data protection uh, or something silly like that they came up with it like a load of shit to me she was 49 years old when she learned of her twin. oh jesus mm. i don't even know how you begin to process something like that that's like let alone all the fucking all the other bullshit that comes with this like oh i've been a guinea pig all of my life mm. how do you begin to process something like that Exactly, and especially where they've all struggled with mental health as well. God bless therapy. My God, it would make it so much harder. Mm. The triplets, Bobby, Eddie and David, found each other through university. So Bobby started at Sullivan County Community College, and loads of people were addressing him as Eddie and saying hi to him, like they knew him. (laughs) You'd be like, okay, go home, you're drunk. (laughs) How, like, surreal would that be, though? Like, you've just turned, and it's nerve-wracking and like in any way to start a new job mm. a new college a new school he's only young like 19 years old at this mm. point he's gone to this college he's shitting himself as you usually do and then everyone's walking up to you like hi eddie <laughs> how's your mum <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> just completely throw you off you like oh what the fuck's God. going on am i being pranked <laughs> when i when i was at uni actually um I had a friend who decided I didn't look like a Steph, I looked like a Mel, and she'd threaten anyone who, like, because she was, she was a scary bitch, I'll be honest, and she'd threaten <laughs> anyone who called me Steph, <laughs> and then, so I'd meet new people, and I'd introduce myself as Steph, and then people would come up to me in the night going, hey Mel, how's it going? And people would be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> You told me your name was Steph. I lied to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to know if I used to get a message off a boy saying hi Mel, like the next day, I'd I'd know I hadn't liked him because I'd given him a fake name. Uh, It was a good smart. It worked. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not smart enough for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you go Emma. Emma. I'm Emma. (laughs) So yeah. So um. Uh yeah. So Bobby then dug deeper. Uh, to find there was another student who attended the year prior, spitting image of him, obviously, um, and then met up, found they had the same birthday, adopted from the same agency, discovered they were twins. Jesus. Obviously, the press was then all over it. I never understand why people's first reaction is to call the press. Well, I suppose back then, you'd get a lot of money from it, wouldn't you? Like no, it's just, that's before... Well, actually, I don't know. Is this America? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how New it was York. in America, but here we didn't do, like... Um, cash for stories until like relatively recently to be fair oh right but i don't well, know maybe it's different in america well they they got a bit of fame from it mm. um so maybe that was the intention i don't know mm. but it was a uh, long island that they were 
um, that one okay. of them was from. Um, they all lived like a few hours away from each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, it was the Louise Wise Adoption Agency. Um, and when the press, they printed it on, uh, obviously in the newspapers, uh, and that then prompted David's adoptive mother to see in the newspaper that there were twins. Oh, Jesus. Uh, who were adopted from the same agency as David, who look exactly like David. God, if you were the if you were like the two original that had met up, and then a third pops along, you'd be like, "How many fucking more of me yes. is there out there? Is there any more? What is happening?" <laughs> it said uh, that she recognised him; that he looked the spitting image, all the, all down to their stubby fingers. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> there's a mother's law. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got stubby fingers, but I don't think my mum would ever say that. Oh no, he had like proper sausage fingers, though. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. But yeah, um, so da, 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 da. so yeah, it was um, global news at this point. Global, uh, everyone at the time knew about Where it. Where are we in in history now? Where are we? So this is the uh, so that it was in the seventies right. that they were adopted. Okay, um, so this so was, was in the nineties, like early nineties. So, yeah, and eighties, nineties, early nineties. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so yeah, so they had a good period of fame following it. Uh, it was practically unheard of at the time, so it was like a media sensation. They were even featured in a cameo in Desperately Seeking Susans with Madonna. I've seen that. Yeah, so they're in it. Wow, I'm going to have to watch that again. Now, uh, the similarities uh, were that they all two smoked the same brand of cigarette, same as the Jim Twins. Hmm. They enjoyed the same food, all wrestled in high school, all struggled with separation anxiety as children. Now, that doesn't really baffle me, because no. if you were born as triplets and you were in the womb as triplets, you're going to mm. have separation anxiety. I don't think that's very surprising. You would think, personally. wouldn't you? Like, and, you know, you know, like, if you've ever met twins, you know how close they yeah. are. Like, they're unbelievably close. Like, like we said, like you said earlier, like, they almost have the same thoughts. Yeah. And you would, I would imagine, I don't know, obviously, but I would imagine that you would feel the absence of yeah. that. You would always feel like there was something missing, maybe. Exactly that, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, um. though, isn't it? Indeed. And she there goes the duck again. <laughs> she very agrees. The duck Do you think that's interesting? is in agreement. Shoes? Yes. <laughs> Once for yes. Oh, it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> She's spat it out. It's the now. end of that dog. She's not interested at all. Yeah, so uh, let me see. Now, this is where it gets properly fucked up because part of the reason why they were selected in the study was because their biological parents had suffered with mental health issues. Oh, sharp. So essentially, they wanted to study what psychological status um, the children had and purposefully placing with different families with different parenting styles and different classes. What, so they had control over who they were adopted to, even? Yeah. So they chose <gasps> someone awful. from uh, working class, mm. middle class, and upper class, and distributed that, them that way. How can you just play with people's lives, like yeah. game pieces like that? That's unbelievable. Exactly. Um, so they wanted to see how the different environments would impact their ability to avoid mental health issues, if at all. Turns out, they all suffered with mental health issues. Right. And sadly, Eddie... Uh, killed, uh, committed suicide oh, in Jesus. 1995. Um, he struggled with manic depressive disorder. Oh. Now, Eddie was raised in a middle class family. Mm-hmm. He and David both spent time in mental health hospitals. David was adopted into the working class family. Mm-hmm. Now, Bobby 
who was adopted into the upper class family, mm-hmm. was charged in 1978 as an accomplice to the killing of Elodie <gasps> Henschel no at her way. home in order to get a diamond ring off her finger, which they later pawned for cash. Oh. He testified against his accomplice, who was the one that slayed Elodie. Uh, uh, he was sentenced with five years probation. Um, Bobby was. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, now... With that, mm. my the way my mind went with that mm. is it's amazing how money uh, can impact the way you express your mental health issues. Right. So, so the way the, where my mind went was <laughs> sorry, she was sitting on my foot. <laughs> <laughs> where my mind went was the two that didn't have money, mm-hmm. they took out the mental health on themselves. Whereas mm. the one that had money might be able to buy themselves out of it and they took it out on someone else. That's really um, astute, actually. That's really interesting. You have a really interesting perspective. Mm. It's making me think back to like other cases that you hear about. And it does seem like when people have money, it's it's about what they can take from other people, yeah, isn't it? Precisely. Not obviously not everyone, but yeah. I mean, it, you know, if there's if there's an acting. <laughs> she wants a bit of that beer. She's licking our beer cans now. <laughs> Thanks, she lifts the mood back up again. Thanks, Han. Mm. No, I think that's actually that's a really interesting perspective. There, mm. that's all I could think of. Mm. Um, because the other two, like I say, they both spent time in mental health hospitals, mm. whereas Bobby's the only one that didn't. But he did suffer with mental illness. So it's it's. Yeah, that's the, that's the one thing that I find actually interesting about the study. Um, I I just I just don't like the fact that it happened. Mm-mm. Like maybe if they were raised together, Eddie would still be mm. here because obviously once they found each other, it was an absolute mindfuck. They already had mental health issues mm-hmm. and they didn't have each other to rely on. Maybe the mental health issues wouldn't have been quite so. Uh, extreme had they have had each other and had they hadn't mm. gone through that separation anxiety as children because mm. there's like you say there's that absence and mm-hmm. um, that, that like a hole that they're trying to fill then they finally found each other they became really famous um they were in like like I say desperate see- desperately seeking susan mm. um that they, they had a restaurant where they made the first million it was called uh what's it called it escapes me now triplets i think someone on the nose that in it yeah it was very on the nose mm. uh, but obviously where it was they, they were so famous at the time yeah because of the story and um, they made a lot of money and then obviously that's gonna send you off they all got married i think they all had children um but yeah eddie sadly it's interesting as well as well though isn't it because you can't draw the conclusion that they all had mental health uh, mental ill health because their parents yeah. did um, because it could be the fact that they've always felt something yeah. was missing. You know, it could be any number of things. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't draw that conclusion. I don't know what they were thinking really by saying, "Oh, let's just see what effect this has." That's mm-hmm. just there's nothing scientific about that. That no. is just, oh, let's have a bash at this now. This seems like it'll be interesting. It's almost as blindsided as um, uh, Francis Galton saying that all all children of the same parents have mm, the same genetic yes. spread it's just with any experiment there's going to be factors that are going to disrupt the outcome but 
the, the experiment should never have been made in the first place. Mm-mm. No. And it just goes to show that, that that's all we know about it at this point is their own experiences mm-hmm. and they know barely anything. Mm. So uh, I imagine what's going to be released in 2065. Gosh. It's going to be absolute outrage. But like I say, the people affected aren't going to be around anymore. What's that, 40 years from now, is it? Yeah. 42. Yeah, yeah, 42. yeah 42 years. Let's, yeah. Um, let's do a review episode in <laughs> 42 years and see what came out. You think you'll still be around, old lady? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What will I be, actually? Oh, my God, I'd be 72. No, 72. No. How old am I? <laughs> 77, man. I'll have just fucking retired. Yeah. Wait, wait! In forty-two years, 40, yeah, forty-two. Yeah. I was thinking twenty-two. That's wrong. We're we're in twenty-twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and on that super chirpy note, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a second beer. Okay, okay, okay. that's fine. I'm gonna give you the non-licked one. That was this one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She she's, has made. She's lying on the other she one. has made it hairy though, so you that's, might want to use fine. your glass. <laughs> okay. So this is a very very local one. This is from our local brewery, the Rivington Brew. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm. I like the cat. I'm going to take that off your sheeps. It's a bull. Thank you, darling. Love is there for everyone. And I... Oh, that's why sheep was licking it. Love is there for everyone. (laughs) I picked it for two reasons. One, because I thought the name was cute and kind of, you know, you know me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm in it for everyone. And because I love a hazy pail, so Mm. (laughs) it was selfish reasons. Ew, I realise she's licked this one and I haven't finished that one, so I can't. Oh, right. That's fine. I'll I'll make it work. Let's give this a bash then. Smells good. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. That's nice, that. Fuck me. That's bloody Mm. lovely. I think on the next sunny day, let's pop up to Rivington Brew and get some of these in the sun. Oh, that would be so good. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure that we take pictures and put it on the socials for you. Yes. In the sun. Yes, well, you'll have to do that because I'm too too fucking old to work it out. That's fine. I'm I'm not too old, but I can't work it out. I'll figure it out, though. Okay. I have youth on my... Hey, you've got more youth than me on your side, so we'll take it. Right, then. So, yeah. That... (laughs) Here's what I've got for you today. But... Oh! <laughs> I thought we were at like a halfway point. Right not. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Okay, I'll double the work next time. <laughs> maybe, so last time oh I had God. less research, but maybe we just talked more shit. Oh, 100% we talked yeah. shit, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I am, um, yeah, I was like, oh, bring this beer out <clears> now. That feels like a halfway point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so six pages next time. Six yeah. pages. Yeah. So what do you what where do you uh where do you end up then on the whole nature versus nurture debate? Well, I don't know. I I don't know probably nature because it's it's your DNA, isn't it? Your mm. DNA makes up a lot and the way your brain works sci- scientifically is going to impact how you act, surely. Mm. Obviously nurture's gonna have something to do with it yeah. because there's gonna be influences. I mean, the gym twins, if you think about it. God, it's mad, that. They were only 40 miles from each other. Mm. If one of them was raised in India mm. and one was raised in America, mm. then yeah, that's there's really going to be true, a, lot of, actually, yeah. a lot of differences. Mm. But if you're in a similar environment that's not exactly the same, then there's still going to be a lot of similarities because you are literally the same embryo split in two. Mm. Um, so, I mean... Who's to blame for these similarities? What are you... Aliens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's aliens. Of course we had to get aliens. aliens in there. I had to get aliens in there. <laughs> it's 
even oh here God. in capitals. <clears throat> aliens. You've written aliens yes. on your on your research. Who's to blame? Nature? Nurture? Aliens? <laughs> <laughs> and what are they to blame for twins? Is that what you're saying? All of it. All the stuff. No, they're just to blame in yeah. general. Yeah. All the stuff. If there's a problem, we don't know the answer to. Aliens. Aliens. I like it. Okay, yeah. Yes. I mean, the oh conspiracy people... Oh my God, maybe Jim is an that. alien. I thought you meant Jim from the pub then. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he's quite tall, maybe. He is quite tall, you're right. Um... No, I, I, I think it's got to be both, hasn't it? Yeah. The only, I mean, these these studies here, you can't. For me, I can't put a lot of stock in them because mm. one, they're evil. Yeah. And two, they're they're deeply One's flawed. Evil. One's evil. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The the forced the forced separation, the controlling of who they went yeah, with, and yeah. all that stuff. Um. But that you know, the, they're obviously flawed anyway. Um. But I think the only thing I can really relate to is um, me and my youngest brother. Mm. So we didn't really grow up together. He was, I'm, uh, how old? I think I'm 10 years older than him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was only young when I left. To, he was eight when I when I left to go to uni or something like that. And um, he was just a little shit and we didn't really have a lot to do with each other because <laughs> he was the baby and I was the oldest. Yeah. Um, and then I never really went home until a couple of years ago. I started properly going back and visiting so i had to kind of get to know him all over again yeah and it's weird the stuff we have in common and just i'd just like to um caveat this with that we have different dads but we have the same mam Mm -hmm. but we have mental stuff in common about the way that we behave uh we both can't burp um, it's like is he allergic to alcohol too <clears throat> um i think he's going to grow into it you know because there's little there's warning signs there oh right um but yeah he's um <laughs> we're just really weirdly similar we think in in really similar ways and obviously we do have the same man but we've had a completely different uh upbringing really mm. um different generations as well yeah that's what i mean like yeah. uh, and he obviously grew up with his dad in the house I spent a lot of time at my nana's when I was young, mm. um, so I wasn't home all that much. So, completely different upbringings, but yeah, mad similar. So. Yeah, well, that's another reason, like, why I think nature is is going to supersede nurture, because that's that's the thing. It's with um, twins. If you're going to experiment that on twins, then they're going to be growing up around the same technology and the same um, governments and the same. Um, like world struggles and and things like there's there's so many mm. things that are the same. You need a lot more variables to be able to actually make that. I think assessment. that's a really good point. Actually, yeah, yeah. That's Whereas really with you, obviously, um, your brother will have grown up with a lot more technology than you will have done. What? Like, I, I'm sorry. Uh, How even old when do I was you a child, I, I was a child. We didn't have like iPads and mobile phones and stuff. Neither does he. Did he not? No. How rich do you think we are? How old is he? Uh, how old is he? 24? Oh 24. Oh my god, he's only a little bit younger than me. Yeah, oh god, that's creepy and weird <clears> and I don't <throat> like it. Ew. Wait, oh my god, how old am I? You're 27. I'm 27. Oh my god, that's mad that you're only three years older than my brother. And he's like, for how me, I look at him like a little baby. <laughs> I was thinking of him to be like 16 still. Why? Um, I don't know, because you've never met him and he wasn't 16 when you never met him, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay yeah so in conclusion yeah i can't do maths 
Yeah. And we don't know the answer to nature versus nurture. We'll never know the answer. No. We'll Sheba, never have you got, a, you got an input into that? Have you got <clears throat> a response? No. I don't think there's any point. Why do we need to know? We don't need to know. I like it when we don't know stuff. I've said it before. Yeah. I'll say it again. Yeah. I like there being mystery in the world. I mean, that's what allows us to have this podcast. Exactly. Because we get to talk about shit that we will never know the answer to. No. The yeah. only time, like, the uh, ophthalmology. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? You did. Yes. The ophthalmology. Oh, I fucked it again. You know what, <laughs> what I just said? That side of things yeah. is quite cool um, because they, they're able to determine whether it's your environment or whether it's your yes. genetics yeah. that are, um, and what things are going to impact your vision and, and your eyes and stuff um, in your environment so you can start to avoid things. Mm. That's that's cool. What do we need to avoid? Do you I know? have no idea. Oh. I'm not an ophthalmologist. Can't what? even say it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have come across it in your research. No. no. I was distracted by myopia. Mm. Well, that's what I was asking about, the myopia. I know, but I was oh. distracted by the song. Oh, oh, of course. We've gone over that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say it. I've still <laughs> Look, got my, been a lot, in my head. There's been a lot of science in this episode. I, I'm quite confused. Yeah, I'm also confused. Mm. But I've enjoyed it. Me I too. really, yeah. I, you need to watch Three Identical Strangers. It's pretty it, good. It, I need to watch something with the gyms in. Is, was there anything with the gyms in? I don't in? think so. That's like I say, it was 1940s weird. that they were adopted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. The, the so, what, Netflix didn't follow no, them around. No, no. no. Yeah. Okay. But there's the three identical tra- uh, strangers and there's a documentary. Is that on Netflix? Yeah. Right. I'll watch it. And there's that. a documentary on the Morello twins. I'm not sure what that's called. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that was also a Netflix okay. documentary. I would recommend Three Identical Strangers. I have seen it before. I saw it a few a couple of years ago. I think it was Loz that told me about it actually. Okay. Loz and Ainsley. They were going on about it because they'd both seen it and I was like, Spoilers. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that, yeah, good. So yeah, sorry guys, if you've not seen it, spoiler alert. <laughs> and if we th- if we find out what the Morello one is, yeah. we can put it on the social media. Can't yeah, we? yeah. I'll put my references and everything uh, on there. Same sure as with last last week's episode, I didn't mention that, so I will make sure my refer- references are there. Awesome. Um, um, so did you make our social media stuff? No. No. Oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, well then. That oh, is, we'll do that. That is coming. That is, that is coming. coming. But we don't need it until we've released anything anyway. Yeah. We are pre-recording for you guys. We're going to hopefully record about maybe five <clears> or six, aren't we, and release them all at once. And yeah. Then, and then you'll be on to a weekly schedule yeah. of our lovely, beautiful voices. Woohoo. <laughs> Great. Okay. So that was good. Thank you for that. Welcome. Um... Thanks for making me feel bad about us not being at a halfway point, but actually being at the end. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. What? Okay, great. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> now you believe it. Now you believe it. The craziest thing that you'll ever hear. Now you believe it. Now you believe it. You believe anything after a bit. Now you believe it Now you believe it You believe anything after